Blog Talk Radio. And now, here's your host, William Powell, the king of DC media. Good evening, my fantastic listeners. Tonight, my guest is Joseph D. Fisher, who hails from Sicklerville, New Jersey. He's 28 years old, and you can follow his career at IMDb handle Joseph D. Fisher. You'll see that he's been on TV shows like Nightmare Next Door and Blue Bloods. So I see he's on the line, so let me bring him on in. Good evening, Joseph. All right, we got a little lag there. Hold on a second, folks. Good evening, Joseph. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Fantastic, fantastic. Okay, so, man, you studied uh, criminal justice. So what made you not choose law enforcement as a career but instead go into show business? See, it all started back in 2006 when I went to Lincoln University. Uh, For some reason, I always wanted to be a police officer, so I got my degree in criminal justice. But uh, while I was there, I pledged a fraternity called IOTA Phi Theta Fraternity Incorporated, and um, after that, I went on to to focus in the career of law enforcement at the Baltimore City Police Department. I went there, and I was there for about five years, and I was also SWAT trained there. So uh, the big change happened in, I think it was 2013, where I went to a huge convention in New York called IMTA, uh, a convention where Ashton Kutcher came from. I went there and I took home a couple trophies. One was for um, TV and commercials. Uh, another one was for monologue, and another one was for cold read. And also took home the trophy for the second place actor of the year for the whole for the whole convention out of about three thousand participants. So after that, right. it really kind of you know put me on the topic of the whole acting thing. But I really didn't take that jump at that time. So uh, it was it was a little later on that I started to take acting serious, and I resigned from my law enforcement job and started to acting full time. Nice, nice. So uh, IMPA, talk a little bit more about that. That's like a competition. Yeah, it's a big convention. They have once a year. Uh, it's either in New York or L.A. It's uh, International Modeling and Talent Association. It's, uh, it's it's a big it's a big known convention. It's international, so people like uh, well uh, countries like China and uh, Trinidad and Tobago and stuff like that. They come there and they they uh, participate also. So I was going against uh, international base rather than just the United States. Nice, nice. Okay, so now talk a little bit about your acting archetype. So that is, how do you think that casting directors see you? Uh, I think they see me more as, uh, I've been in a lot of rooms with casting directors and stuff, and they say that, you know, I come off as, like, powerful and strong and, uh, like, uh, they could they could tell my worth ethic, no, I'm sorry, they could tell my worth ethic just by me being in a room. So uh-huh. I would say they lean more towards, uh, like a a military type because I guess that's the demeanor I give off. But I like to do any type of acting, whether it's romantic, comedy, it doesn't matter to me. But I guess that's the that's the vibe they get when I walk in the room. So hope I answered hmm. the question. 
Okay, okay, yeah, because you got that physicality, you know, you got the law enforcement background and everything like that. So let's talk a little bit about your favorite role so far. Hmm, my favorite role so far. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, that's hard. Well, I could say I, I did a film called Laws of Attraction where I played uh, the bad guy. It's kind of like a Jason meets Freddy type of movie. I don't think there's ever been a uh, uh, African American lead that played the 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 crazy villain, and I played the I played that actual crazy villain, and it was it was fun because it's never been done before. So I you know I took it as uh, myself being the first one, and you know I had a good time, and people liked it, and it was great. Nice, nice. Yeah, you know I could even see you doing. Uh... Like some of these offbeat comedies, or maybe even like a you know like a romantic comedy, something like that. Oh yeah, I, I got plenty coming out with that type of stuff. So <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> great, great. Okay, we'll get more to that a little later. So, so let's go back into the past a little bit. Um, now, who did you play in that film, Silent Service, and how did you land that role? Ah, the Silent Service. Um, yeah. That's a that's a World War II film, and I went to a uh, film and actors convention in PA, and met with uh, Sean Kling from uh, Iron Horse Cinema, and they showed one of the presentations of one of their films at the at the um, at the filming, and it, it really drew my interest and made me want to you know be a part of that because it looked very professional. And uh, I went up to him and, and talked to him, gave him my headshot and resume, uh, hoping that he would give me a call back, and he sure did. He gave me a call back, and uh, he gave me a role of Seaman Cleveland, which is a supporting role in, in the film. I played one of the porters, because back then uh, in the World War II era, the um, African-Americans, they were only used as most like cooks. So I played one of one of the yeah. cooks in, uh, in the film. So it, it was a great experience, and I had fun, and, you know, Great. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Now, you, you shot that film that was a, like a genuine World War II submarine. So what challenges did you have uh, during that shoot? Oh, there definitely were challenges. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm six foot one, so I'm trying to, you yeah. know, go through the little tunnels and stuff like that to get through. I almost hit my head a couple of times. But um, it, it was... It's it's a little harder for the cameras to really go through each uh, you know um, compartment because it's a, it's a small hole. So to get your your body and the camera through each hole, it's it's kind of difficult. But uh, we, we mm. made it happen, and it, you know that was the only thing that was hard about it. Once you got in the compartment, it was, I mean, it was uh, it was a pretty good amount of space, but it wasn't it it was uh, pretty you know uh, closed up. So. Other than that, it was pretty easy to shoot. Everything went well. And okay, so was that a, a feature length or was that just a little short? Uh, it's just short film. Okay, okay, that's good. All right, so let's move on to uh, Determined Two. So that that was a cop role, right? Yeah, I play Agent Miller in that. It's um, it's a supporting role in the series. So, um, yeah, be on the lookout for that. That should be hitting, uh, I think, YouTube sometime soon, done by EMN, EMN Studios. So uh, that's another good one. 
Yeah, and then you've done some uh, some notable shows too. I mean, like uh, there was Blue Bloods out there. How'd you get involved in that one? Yeah, that that was um, a lot. Of, I've done a lot of those shows, but mostly uh, just background roles for those shows, like Blue Bloods, Madam Secretary, Law and Order, Veep, um, shows like that. I've done I've done a lot of those with central casting. Uh, sometimes I was seen, sometimes I wasn't, but. Um, it was just being on a big set. It's great to be on a big set and see how it's really done compared to doing short films and um, just little projects like that. It's it's great to get on there to network and um, you know get you to the next level just by networking people, networking with people that are you know higher up. So it was a great experience just to do it overall. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, there was a project you were involved in. Michael 2017, man, that sounds like some science fiction. Now, who'd you play in that one? <laughs> Michael 2017, yeah, yeah, yeah. I play yeah. Uh, Father Franklin. So, uh, well, now I think it's Reverend Franklin now because, uh, yeah. But I play <laughs> I play a reverend in that, and the film is basically about uh, a kid who is acting kind of strange, and, and their parents think that they he might have some type of mental disorder or something like that, but come to find out he actually has some higher powers. So I play the reverend in that movie, and um, basically I tell the parents what's really going on. So it's it's it's, it's going to be crazy. Make sure you bring your <laughs> tissues because uh, you might, you might oh. uh, draw back a few tears from watching it. So it's going to be great. Huh. Yeah, Father Franklin. When you first said that, I was thinking like a televangelist or something like that. (laughs) Huh. (laughs) All right, all right, very good. So now talk about this new TV series league role that you got recently. Talk about that one. Ah, so, um, man, with that, uh, a couple weeks ago I went down to audition for a new pilot series. called Kitty City, and um, I lead it. Um, I went there, did the audition, left, and thought, you know, I, I was pretty confident that I did, you know, I did pretty well. And um, basically, she gave me the call back, and she said that I got the role for Detective Jake Johnson. So uh, I'll be nice. playing a supporting role in the in the TV series. It's called Kitty City. Um, it's already have it already has great backing from some well known people and uh it we're working on getting it on either HBO or Netflix but it's already it's 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 already good to go. It's green lighted already, so it you'll see it very soon. It's called Kitty City. Uh it's based on uh Trina Ray who was in some type of domestic violence incident and she was almost killed by um, her ex uh, cut her in the face, and her son in the face. It's it's uh, it was on three uh, Sports Center ESPN uh, three sixty, and you can check that out. It's called Scarred. So the, the the TV series is based on that, based around domestic violence and the whole situation. So be on the lookout for that. That's going to be very crazy. So well, can't okay. wait for that one. Okay. So is that a union project? Excuse me. Is that a union project? Yeah, it's going to be union and non-union. Okay, okay. Very good, very good. Yeah, I mean, if you get on HBO and Netflix, that would that would be awesome. That that's the ticket, especially 
Netflix, their big uh, the big rivals with HBO. Yeah, but it's most likely it'll be probably be either HBO or Stars. They're both looking at gotcha. it. So. Should be good. Fantastic. Awesome, awesome. That's great, man. Awesome. So now I know that you like to do a lot of push-ups. So talk a little bit about your fitness routine. Well, my fitness routine um, uh, mostly starts with either Five Guys or Wendy's. Uh, that's what I have. So <laughs> other than that, I do I do a lot of push-ups and stuff like that. But I was blessed to naturally have this type of physique. So I don't I don't really do too much. Uh, I used to be in the gym real heavy when I was younger, but you know I kind of cut back from that, but right now I'm doing all these push-up challenges and stuff that's really getting me uh, back toned up and all that good stuff, but man, good. I eat like everybody else. I eat McDonald's, Wendy's, whatever it is. If it, if it if it's unhealthy, I probably eat it, because I don't eat anything healthy <laughs> at all. So, <laughs> I eat everything well, I that's unhealthy. Know, well, I don't even know if I should ask you uh, how many steps you do a day. You probably don't even know <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, well, talking about uh, physiques, what superhero could you see yourself playing? Ah, man, that's a hard one. Well, I can't I can't say uh, Cyborg because my cousin already plays Cyborg in uh, the Justice League. Nice. So I guess I can't take that one. So um, if I was if I was to say if I was to say someone I'd probably say Gambit. I don't know if you know Gambit from the X Men. Gambit from the X Men. Okay, I'm not I'm not up Come on, you don't, like you don't know Gambit. No, nah, um, man, you got me. You stumped me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought everybody I to, knew Gambit. Need to get out more. Yeah, I don't huh? know why they didn't uh, make a make a feature about Gambit or at least put. They they put Gambit in one of the X Men uh, series, but I wasn't really feeling how they did it. But I would say I would want to mm. play Gambit, man. He, he, all all around, he's a cool guy. He has that staff and them them cards, and something just makes me want to play play the role of Gambit. Gambit. I got you. I got you. Awesome. That's fantastic. So, describe yourself in one word. I would say determined because mm. I don't, I don't, I don't take no for an answer. Um, someone could tell me, you know, you can't do it or you're not going to make it. And I don't believe that because every day I grind, I grind every day when I'm not on a job, I'm grinding 24 seven on the computer looking for my next job. So I'm not just going to sit back and wait for a job to come to me. I'm going to go for it. So at the end of the day, I'm determined to get where I want to be in the long run. You sound like a very determined marketer. You're very good at marketing. What's some of the keys to to getting your name out there? Uh, basically, just getting out there and grinding. I mean, go out there every day. There's there's plenty of websites where you can get all types of uh, uh, bookings and castings and all types of stuff. Facebook, a lot of stuff is now on Facebook. You don't even have to go to to a cast uh, agent's office or anything like that anymore because everything's on Facebook. It's it's out there. But basically, you know, a lot of people put themselves out there on on YouTube and stuff like that just so you can see your face. 
do radio interviews like I'm doing now just to get the people to, to know who you are. So basically it's just an everyday grind. Sometimes you got to go to these nightclubs where these where these big wigs are at, you know. You might run into them and uh, who knows what happens. You slide the car, they pick up your car, you never know what happens. So you just have to be around that element to actually get where you want to go. A lot of a lot of time is being in the right place at the right time. So I mean, it happens. Sometimes people don't right. have to grind twenty four seven for them to actually make it. They're just walking down the street, and a casting director comes up to them, "Hey, you got the perfect look. I would like to book you in my movie." That's what happened with uh, Lord of the Rings. What was it? I think it was Lord of the Rings. That guy who played uh, the lead of Lord of the Rings. I think he was just on the train walking around or something, and they they went up to him, hey, you you look like you'd be perfect for this role, and that's how he made it. So there's all different types huh. of ways that you can make it in this in this entertainment field. The the point of the, the the fact the fact of the matter is you just can't give up. No matter what people tell you, you can't give up. You just got to go for right. it. No matter if someone doesn't agree with what you're doing or thinking you're not right for it, if you have it in your heart, if it's your passion, you should go for it. Don't let nobody tell you you can't because you can't. It doesn't matter who you are or where you came from. Hmm. Who are some of the people who told you you can't? Oh, man, a lot of people from, um, I would say, from the police department said, oh, hmm. why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? But there was also a couple people that, you know, when they see me out on the street, they're like, "Why? Why are you always acting? Like, why are you? Why are you doing this?" Why you, I said, "I'm just being myself. I'm not acting." So they used to always call me Hollywood and stuff like that. So uh, when yeah. I finally took that leap, they they was kind of happy. But there was also a couple of haters that um, went up to my old sergeant and was like, "You know, why did why did Joe quit?" And uh, he told them that um, you know he went to, he wanted to be an actor. He was like, "Man, he can't act." And he was like, uh, yeah, well, he's on this, 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 he's on this new show called Nightmare Next Door. He's actually on TV and stuff like that. And the guy was just like, oh, 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 I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> and that's just how some people are, man. It, they just don't know. But they're quick to say you can't do something. Just because they're not doing what they want to do in life, they're, they're quick to tell you that you can't do something when you can so that just goes out to show you that whatever you want to do, you can do it. Just go and do it. That's right. That's, it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people get caught up in their heads, too. They they try to figure out how to do it. They don't, don't worry about how to do it. I think the thing is, I think it takes a lot of courage, though, too. you got to kind of step out on faith sometimes, even though you, you can't necessarily see that so many steps ahead of you. you just got to step out on faith. Yeah, and Steve Harvey said the best, man. <laughs> you just got to take that leap of faith and believe God is going to catch you, you know. And it, it, it's hard right? going from – it's definitely hard from going going from having money to not having money. It's a very humbling experience to go from that mm. because mm. You know, the struggle, it's, it's, it's not – you can't save up enough money to actually do this. I thought mm. when I when I was a police officer, I thought I saved up enough money to go out there and uh and and do what I needed to do, and it help it would hold me over to so I made it. <laughs> that was wrong. <laughs> that was definitely wrong. You cannot save up enough money to to be able to do what you want to do. It it, it 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 works differently for everybody. It can happen in a day mm. for some people. 
It can happen in mm. 20 years for other people. So, I mm. mean, you can never be ready for this this type of situation, but I can say it's very humbling. It is very humbling, humbling, and, it, and it's a struggle every day. I mean, I keep mm. a smile on my face and I stay positive, but <laughs> stuff is going on that it, it, it's hard to deal with. But mm. if it's your passion, you got to keep going. No matter how hard it gets for you, you just have to keep going. So that's my message Absolutely. for everyone out there who's who's struggling, who's an actor, who, who whoever's doing anything that they want to do, that it's hard to get there just to keep going. Because at the end of the day, your hard work will pay off. Even though it doesn't seem it like will. it at the current moment, it will pay off. Absolutely, absolutely. One thing we did not, not touch on was your training. What uh, kind of classes and uh, acting coaches have you worked with? Um, Man, I don't, I don't – the first one was kind of – I didn't really know what was going on, so I just heard about it and I jumped into it. But I went to John Casablanca's um, modeling agency, and they do acting with it too, but – uh, didn't have too much success with them, and uh, but other than that, um, I studied with Marcy Phillips. She's the head casting director of ABC Primetime, so that was that was a great person to to, um, to study with. Uh, I also studied with uh, Barry Shapiro, who was a very great acting coach, and um, Andy Clemens and Michael McDavid from uh, from DC. They're very good, very knowledgeable in uh, performances with monologues, improv, voiceover, commercial acting. So uh, I did a little bit with them, and the rest of the rest of it I just kind of picked up from being a police officer, you know, being able to see different types of people every day and getting different types of reactions every day. It's, I saw a little bit of everything. So <laughs> I took those life experiences from being a police officer and added them to my acting career and how I portray different characters. Most of that I learned from being out there on the streets. So mm. <laughs> most yeah. of it's just learned over over time, you know? You know, I, I've heard, I've talked to cops who've been actors before, and they said that it's kind of a big part of their job. I mean, like if you have interrogations and things like that, you kind of have the friendly banter. You know, you're talking mm-hmm. to suspects and things like that, and then you got to kind of read people. I guess you would learn a lot about human nature and how to read people. Yeah, definitely. Knowing someone's lying, knowing someone, knowing someone's telling you the truth, <laughs> it's very easy to tell when somebody's lying. <laughs> like it sure is. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, all right. Okay, so talk about your goals for the rest of uh, 2016 and uh, how clients can book you. All right, so my goals for the rest of 2016, they would be basically to get people to know who I am. Uh, A lot of people know me, but a lot of people don't really know me, know me. So I want to take the rest of this year for people to get to know who I am uh, when they see my show come out, Kitty City to know who this guy is. This is the guy who's been grinding out there. If, if people see me on Facebook, they see my post. I'm I'm grinding every day. I'm doing something new. I'm 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 booking oh, something yeah. new. So go ahead. Would you did you yeah. say something? Yeah, I was just saying uh, before you go, it looks like we might have a uh might have a caller here. Uh 
Hold on a second. Let's see. Okay, I have a caller, uh, 602. 602, I'll bring you on if you have a question. Uh, just go ahead and identify yourself, ask a question, and if you don't, we'll just keep it moving. Okay, 602, you're on the air. Hold on. Okay, hello? Hello. Yeah, who's calling? Can you hear me? This is Mike. Yeah. Hey, I, hey, I had Mike. a question for... I had a question for Jay Fish. Uh-huh. I wanted to know uh, I wanted to know who his uh greatest supports were growing up in his family that pushed him to do what he does now. Hey Mike, that's a good question. Um as far as support system, uh my father, my mother, they they've been great with what I wanted to do uh with this whole acting thing. See, my mother she was always the one saying, go ahead, baby, you can go out there and do whatever you want to do. But my father, on the other hand, he was kind of like, uh, I don't know if you should do that, son. Uh, you know, it's, it's a hard field. You got a, you know, you got a successful field right now being a police officer. I don't know if it's going to be that easy. So he was kind of the more of the realistic approach, even though I kind of wanted him to be, you know, more accepting and, you know, more like, hey, you can do it, son. Don't, don't worry about it. You can do it. You can do it. But, as far as that, um, they were a great support system, and they still are a great support system for me uh, during these hard times financially <laughs> and all that other stuff because they are they are really taking care of me to be able to get where I need to be. So I mm. hope I answered your question for you. Yeah, definitely, awesome. definitely. Thanks. Okay, thanks a lot, Mike. Appreciate thanks you calling me. in. All right, thanks for calling in. Okay. So I guess we're uh, just about at the end here. Oh, did you talk about uh, oh how uh, clients can uh, can book you and how everybody can find you on uh, social media? Okay, uh, yeah, social media. My fa- my Facebook name on social media is Joseph D. Fisher. Uh, on Instagram, it's I am Joe Fisher. I don't use Twitter like that, but you you can find me at I am Joe Fisher. Um, for bookings, you can either. Email me at I am Joe Fisher the number four at gmail dot com or Joseph Fisher four at yahoo dot com. All right, well Joseph man, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Just you know, break legs and all you do. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's been an honor. All right. All right, man. Have a great night. All right, you too. See ya. Okay. Bye bye. Okay, well, uh, say all to uh, to all the listeners out there in Radio Land. Do something for your career every day and then break a leg. Good night. Hey, federal employees, what would you do with one million dollars? Your wishful thinking can become a reality. We're Fed Choice, and we're here to help you achieve your million dollar dreams, from saving you money on a loan to helping you save for retirement. Visit us online at FedChoice.org and use the keyword inside. FedChoice Federal Credit Union, an official sponsor of the Inside Acting Radio Show. FedChoice Federal Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. Looking for a show to see this weekend? Look no further than D.C. Metro Theater Arts. They've got reviews, Q&As with actors, and much, much more. Visit dcmetrotheaterarts.com That's dcmetrotheaterarts.com
Under the dark you pacify me Hold my breath Take me down, I won't fight Beat on my heart, you drum inside me Somewhere my you 